Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. It's time for the podcast that is less filling, doesn't taste that good, and has a long shelf life. Guys of a certain age, Robbie Covalence in studio alongside my compatriots in crime, Art Shirley. And his evil twin, Shart Early. Ooh. What? <laughs> huh? That wasn't even funny. Jay Reed. Jay Reed. Jay Reed. That's, that's funnier. Jay Reed's funny. <laughs> funnier than, than Shart. What would you call him? Shart Early? Shart Early. Shart Early. Y'all know what that term means, right? I have no idea. Okay. Okay, good. Look it up later. All right. You can, uh, we'll, we'll do that one off mic. Mrs. Reed. Mom, don't look it up. Yeah. Yeah. Mrs. Reed. That was Jay Reed. Yeah. Jay Reed. They're leading us down the primrose path. Mrs. Reed's what's happening. Are you smelling like a rose? Yeah. How are you guys doing? Uh, doing fine, yeah. Thanks. I just can't help think every comment Jay makes now is in relation to. <laughs> okay, okay. Ooh, that was kind of that was going on. So shout out to uh, to you folks listening. Um, three weeks, two weeks, two weeks hence, as we record this, please send some cold weather our way back across the space time yeah. continuum because it's still hot as we record. Yeah, it's supposed to be nice Saturday. It's supposed to be nice Saturday, even yes. though. Art has on long sleeves, long pants, Jays, and shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah. I, I can't re- really wear shorts and a t-shirt to work. Well, the other side. You're of, not working. The other side. That's true. The yeah. other side of Starville is colder, I guess. <laughs> it could be. It's happened. Oh, well, he's from the northern climes of West Point. Just remember uh, well, that. Well, I'm in an office that compensates, you know, like that. there's two there's two degrees of air conditioning. It's either, you know, it's, it must be over 50 degrees outside, you know, crank the air conditioner down. So you so know. my wife is in the same office suite, yeah. and she has a heater. She has a heater that runs. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people do. In June, to July, compensate and for oh, wow. the air conditioning. Uh, yeah. It's just pretty horrible. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm dressed for indoors today. <laughs> for indoors. <laughs> and he wears a he wears a, a swimsuit in the winter months to compensate right. for yeah. the uh, for the heat. Yeah. Nobody uh, likes that. Okay. <laughs> that yeah. All right. Let's jump into So geek. the most disgusting podcast we've done so far. Uh mental images abound. Yeah. All right, yeah. geeks of the week, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Um, and mine is going to be, I said, I, I might think of something else, but I'm going to do this one instead. Cop William Shatner. Yes, well, it's just, and everybody knows this by now. You've seen it on every, on every news story and I'm sure in social media and stuff, but William Shatner, better known as Captain James T. Kirk of the Starship Enterprise actually went to space. I think you don't want to say in space. Oh, it's happened already. It happened yesterday. Okay, okay. So, as we so everybody, everybody else in the world to, yeah. it, knows it'll, this already. It'll be featured in Popular Mechanics in That's two right. months. I heard about it yesterday from you. <laughs> okay, yeah. He was on the second manned Blue Origin fight, Jeff Bezos of Amazon's fame, his uh, manned rocket uh, that goes up. And, uh, and, and William Shatner was one of a crew of four that went up and um, at 90 years old, just 90. kind of incredible that he's now the oldest person to have been to space. Uh, and uh, apparently if you've seen any of the, the interviews with him or as he got off the, out of the capsule after it landed a uh, very emotional experience for him, actually very overwhelmed and very, I thought it was just kind of a very sincere, nice moment. You know, I thought that was good. Did he start with space? He actually... The final frontier, some, and I've conquered it. It was Peter Falk as James T. Kirk there, but... <laughs> but, uh, uh... Just one more thing about space. Uh, but anyway, he, uh... He... 
he didn't mention he didn't use any lines from Star Trek. No, no, he didn't. And they said that was kind of an indication of how much it meant to him. He, he didn't he didn't bring it down to now when he was you know talking about stuff beforehand. He was making jokes about being scared, and here he is the captain of the Enterprise, but he's scared to death of going up there, and how he really wanted to make sure they came back down. <laughs> uh, but uh, but no, I think it was very much of an overwhelming kind of thing for him. So Did how, you, how was John Glenn when he went up? He was in his 80s. Okay. He may have been uh, 85, 86 or something. Okay. Uh, may have been older than that. but Because at the time, he was the oldest, right? Right, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. And you, he actually went, and he orbited. I mean, he was in the space shuttle. Right. So he, he, went, he was in space and traveling under power in space, whereas this, this capsule of the Blue Origin. Near, near Earth orbit. Yeah, know. right, yeah. So. So, okay. But still, cool thing. I think it was pretty cool. Did you, you see the photoshopped uh, crew yes, picture yes, yeah. <laughs> where, where Shatner's in command gold and the rest of the crews in uh, red in, shirts in, yeah. in, in a sacrificial red shirt? Yeah, yeah. And they said, you know, I don't think the rest of the crew knows what this means or whatever it signifies. <laughs> and I thought at first, when I first saw it, the Photoshop job's pretty good. I thought, it's, oh my gosh, somebody really made those costumes. But you look at it, and it's obviously the Photoshop picture of the Blue Origin yeah. suit. But they did a nice job of it. Hats off to those folks. Do you know the significance of the red shirt? Yes, I do. Okay. Okay. Good for you. All right. Good for you. All Good right. for you. He Pick knows all that he, stuff from the mid sixties. <laughs> <laughs> he knows urban slang and red shirts. That's so right. our our That's job right. here is done yeah. with JK. Always today. the more crude of us, I guess. You know, the guy that knows the urban slang and the, the hip language of the young people today. Of the young uh, people. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> What's your geek there, Mr. Hip Boy? I geek I've kind of gone. Little Naz has come out with <laughs> 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 Of course, I said little as if there's T's in the name, but there's not. Little Naz. Little Naz. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I kind of went back to a uh, a conversation that we have discussed. It's been, a, I don't know if it's been a year or two. Have we been doing this this long? Um, we're on year, we're coming up on year two, baby. I think as... Finishing uh, year two. We're, we're finishing, finishing year, year two. We're coming three. up on three. Yeah. Ooh. Finishing year three, are we? Okay. I have, we're like at 147, 148. Okay, so yeah, divide that by three. Closing and, the, in on year yeah, three. So. Divide that by 52 and you yeah. get almost three. Wow, right. Can't believe we can it. do math. That's our mystery. He's the math professor. Um, so Is there a geek in here somewhere? <laughs> can, can we proceed? Because, yeah. Yeah. So when this drops, I think it'll be Halloween week. So uh, my mom sent me a uh, article about the most popular candy, which I think we talked about on our Halloween episode a while ago. But this one surprised me. It was like, we're in Mississippi. It listed this uh, website candy store. They, you know, tally up all their sales for the different states. And would you like to guess what the top candy for Mississippi Snickers. Sugar-coated rocks. <laughs> you both lose. Well, if he's got sugar-coated rocks he's, he for candy, he's lost multiple times in That's his right. life. Snickers was second place. I'm going to say... Uh, Butterfinger was Butter- third place. Ooh. It's going to surprise you. Starburst. You know? Imagine what, what, a, what another name for the three of us might be. Three Musketeers. There you go. Yeah. That does surprise me. I like Three Musketeers, but I never would have thought but it was. It's not the one of those favorite. things you go, hey, I got to go to the store and get a Three I Musketeers. I think that's invalid polling data. Well, it may be. It's sales data, basically. Yeah. They don't sell the Mississippi much. You know, it also may be a factor of, you know, you buy those variety packs mm-hmm. and they're always loaded with the candies they can't get rid of right right. so hey this is the most popular because i got 10 three musketeers to every one butterfinger so so that's probably the time of year when i actually will eat a three musketeers if i get a bag of something so i pull those out where's this from 
It's from CandyStore.com, I believe. Clarion Ledger did the article. Yeah. So I, I I call it invalid for Mississippi because unless you unless you include Dollar General data, yeah, it's not accurate. Okay. How much how much Halloween candy is purchased at Dollar Generals in Mississippi? I'm guessing a lot. I was there today. And there's, yeah. There's a lot for sale. Did you buy a lot of Halloween candy at Dollar General today? I bought some candy, but it wasn't for the trick or treaters. It's for the ride north. That's what right. it is. So okay, that's right. So I just thought that was interesting that they divided up by states. And of course, candy corn is the least popular, but also the third <laughs> least most popular, popular in general. In I Alabama. love candy corn. I do too. Do you? Oh yeah. yeah we yeah, talked about the, this uh, before, right? Yeah. yeah. And I got. I haven't tried it yet. I'll I'll report back. But Brock's made a candy corn turkey dinner set have Sounds you seen disgusting. that i have not seen that. my son jacob tried it he said it was not good but i got some anyway because i just had to try it but it's supposed yeah. to be turkey green beans coffee and apple pie flavored four, candy corn four different flavored candy this corns is disgusting in the bag. yeah i don't have it with me or i would i guess you wouldn't care anyway would you i would expel it from my presence okay well. that's really disgusting I'd, ha- I'd have to try it. But I like to try stuff yeah. like that. It may, it may be a wasted bag. But <laughs> Did you ever do the Jones Soda stuff? Remember those? I, oh, I, I love Jones Soda. Did you ever try the bacon soda? Ooh. No, I didn't try that. We had the mashed nasty. potatoes, I think, and they had oh. a turkey and dressing soda as well. I've tried some weird sodas, but the Jones had a bacon soda, and it was not. It was bacon. Bacon. Okay. Yeah, it was not good. I'll, I'll just say this and hope this doesn't offend anybody, but uh, I had a, a cocktail last night that was called Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, uh-huh. and uh, it had a strip of bacon in it. I'm really oh. offended by that. But. <laughs> I think a strip of real bacon, yeah. I think, would be enjoyable in something like that. But yeah, it was, uh, was old-fashioned with a little maple syrup in it, so it was oh, sweet, yeah. and then the bacon was in there to kind of cut the was taste it of it. Crispy fried bacon? Or? Crispy fried bacon. Until. In fact, breaking. Breaking. I, I, didn't breaking just, I didn't just finish one, by the way. I should point that out. This was last night. But on the second one that <laughs> I had, the guy comes out and has Nobody this, ever orders a second one. No, he's got, who is this guy? Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Maybe Kevin Bacon's out there. But anyway, I had the strip of bacon and had one of those uh, little torch guns. Uh, really? And actually crisped my go. bacon up right there on that thing. That's awesome. That was pretty cool. We now know what crisps, what crisp ba- arts bacon up now. Oh. So, oh. That's where our Christmas party is going to be, wherever hey, you were. So how oh, was, it was 44 Prime. How was 44 oh. Prime? It was really good. I mean, I didn't expect it to live up to the height, but the, the service and the atmosphere were what made it. Now, I've heard it's the amazing. food was, was, was good. The food was good. I may have had, you know, a better. <laughs> may have had one cocktail too one, many. That's kind of what I was about to say. <laughs> may have had one cocktail too many. But, uh, I mean, it was just really, really nice. Okay. It's not something, obviously, that I'd go to every week, every mm-hmm. month, maybe, but so. certainly special occasions, you know, an anniversary or birthday or whatever. And when somebody else is paying. That's the best time to go. Yeah, we went for my sister's birthday uh, yesterday, and my brother-in-law paid. So I think for the guys' Christmas party, it's Jay's turn to pay this year. It is. That's right. Because we're starting a new tradition then of somebody paying. (laughs) Well, you got to start them somewhere, Jay. And it it may not work out next year. <laughs> we'll we'll vote on it and see. I think, and you said Prime Forty Four because you wanted to go where he went. So I did. I, I you backed right yourself into, into that, into that one. one. Yeah. yeah, you really did. Yeah. All right, all right. But it was very good. I'd recommend. I'd recommend going. Oh, excellent! Let's excellent. go have a, a six degree of bacon. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Speaking of ludicrously expensive things, you know, we've talked <laughs> about the uh, we've talked about the Star Wars uh, hotel. Oh, cruiser yeah. experience that's coming up at uh, at Disney. Yeah. Well, never let a good marketing cross promotion go unrealized because 
there is a comic book about the Halcyon, which is the name of the Star Cruiser that's coming out. A Star Wars comic book from Marvel called Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Halcyon Legacy. Oh my gosh. So it's yeah. got the backstory of this. It's cruiser. got the backstory, and apparently it's three, four hundred years old. The the Wookiee Jedi, I can't remember his name. I'm showing his picture to my people in the studio here. Yeah. He uh obviously features on it, so even though the ride is supposed to take between take place between Empire and Jedi or somewhere in that that locale, uh-huh. the the comic book is going to take place three, four, five hundred years before. Yeah. And how many times through the Star Wars saga have we seen updated spaceships? Like every movie, yeah, there's an updated spaceship. So it's a little it's a little ludicrous for me to real to 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 buy that this spaceship hasn't changed in four hundred years or that it lasted four hundred yeah, years. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, is it the cruiser? Don't they run into each other? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Is it the one that is in the park or the one that you stay in? It's the, the one you stay in. It's the it's the hotel. The it's the Galactic okay. Star Cruiser, the right. Halcyon Legacy. Okay. So you know, if we decide to do that, we've got to buy the whole run of Halcyon Legacy and just decide. Yeah. You know who's going to do what from 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 the, from the each, comic yeah, book? Who's right. going to cosplay what? So, okay. I nominate Jay for the Wookie. Okay. You look Wookiee-ish. I mean, my dog can be an Ewok because he looks just like one. Well, but Art's got the Wookiee sounds. That's true. Wow. Okay, well, all right. That actually was unintentional. (laughs) (laughs) Is it six degrees of bacon coming back on me? (laughs) Is it most of this podcast unintentional? That's a good point. That's a good point. Oh, well, speaking of unintentional consequences, easy for me to say, we're going to talk the What If Marvel series up next. So what if Art, Jay, and I did not have lunch? Would guys of a certain age have happened? No. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. I would have just been another idea, and we'd gone on and tried to find some place else to And actually, it's lunch. kind of strange that it, it happened anyway, because we've had lunch about other ideas before that never came to pass. <laughs> this is the only one that's yeah, actually that's worked. Right. That's right. We still haven't made money from it. Oh, that's well, right. Yeah, that's right. What and if let, we made money for What this? if we made money? Let's but, have lunch again and talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk about the, the What If Marvel series that just finished up on uh, Disney+. Plus. Um, Jay, were you familiar with the What If comic books from back in the... What yeah, do well, you think? No, I was not. Yeah, so the so the What If series started in 19... 19- what if I were? Yeah, what if you were? What if <laughs> That was were? actually going to be one of my questions. I think I've asked you that before. Is, was it based on a comic series? Well, the okay. uh, the series started uh, in 1977. And wow, that late. I really thought it was earlier than that. No, it yeah. was 77 is when it first came out with, uh, you know, What If, number one was, what if Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four? Yeah. And so it was more along those lines, and I I have a couple of them. I, can't. I think I may have a couple of because that would have been right around the time I was collecting before we moved out of Leland. So I probably I may even have those first couple of them. So well. it, it it was an initial forty seven issue run from uh, February seventy seven to October of eighty four. Okay, yeah. So um, you know a, a variety of what would happen if yada yada yada. So. Mm-hmm. In the DC parlance, it's that's become the Els Worlds novels right. because if you remember Gotham by Gaslight, where they reimagined uh, Batman in the time of Jack. Is that the, the first Else World? Yeah, Else World novel. Yeah, Gotham okay. by Gaslight. God, <laughs> and I had no Kevin. Jay, Bacon. you'll have to take over. <laughs> yeah, it's all yeah. yours, Jay. We're gonna go have lunch. So what if what if what so, if Jay were running the show? <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> so uh, with, with that, you know, I had some comic history background there. Yeah. Owned a few of them, read a few of them. Always thought it was kind of interesting. Yeah, there was no continuity. It was always a one it was one a one, off kind of show. It was a one shot. Yeah. You know. Um, so with that being said, the the Marvel series that just finished up on Disney Plus had a continuity between it with the Watcher played by Jeffrey Wright. Well, you know, we should do an episode about Jeffrey Wright and his uh, ascendance into the geek. Well, yeah. And what also, if, it, it's kind of a. Yeah, yeah, I think we need to do that. What if we did? What if we did that one week? Maybe. <laughs> now also we're talking about Jeffrey Wright. Uh, Scooby Doo going into Wayne's World. Yeah, Scooby Doo right. ending. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So also we need to tie in the fact that uh, Jeffrey Wright's playing Commissioner Gordon in the new movie, right? And Gary Oldham, Oldman rather, Gary Oldman and. Uh, J.K. Simmons and the, all these kind of folks have this. Anyway, this is. I'm getting off. Go ahead. You really Sorry. are. But yeah, I mean, but, yeah, they they've kind of bounced between. Just the think universe. about what you listeners have to look forward to if we can remember it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's always the case. Yeah. So, my question to you guys is: How did you like the way that Marvel presented the What If series with continuity from the movies? Because it picked up. Yeah, from the movies. Right. Yeah. Uh, it brought some ideas from other Marvel comics like the zombies and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then it put it all together at the end. So instead of each was a one-off, but they didn't go away. The one-offs were living in their own realities that the Watcher went and grabbed. Yeah. I liked that. I li- it, it reminded me of the, the creepy and eerie comics where you've got, you know, the, the host of that comic, necess- you know, the... the uh, Cousin Eerie, Cousin Creepy, whatever the guy's uncle, whatever. I don't know. I what don't those. remember this. Yeah. Tales from the Crypt. You, you remember sure. Tales from the Crypt yeah, had the Crypt Keeper as yeah. the host or, you know, so you, you have that same kind of host that introduces the story. You know, they don't play any part in the story. And so that's how they started out with The Watcher. And I liked that. And I thought it was the way, it, and we're not worried about spoilers at this point, no. but if you haven't watched it, you know, there we go. You need but to I, be a watcher and watch it. Uh, uh, but uh, I, I liked it, the fact that they Was brought, it I not right on that one? <laughs> oh, gosh. Wow. Okay, I don't know if we can recover from that, but we'll try. Yeah. Sorry, Art, what were you saying? But anyway, I liked the fact that they started out that way and kind of established him as, you know, uh, being not involved in everything. And then he, in the end, he has to become involved. So that was very cool. Now, we've seen the Watchers before in the Marvel movies. It was an after, it was a post-credit scene. Was it Guardians 2? It may have been, yeah. Because that's the one where Stan Lee's sitting on the planet in the spaceship, right? Yeah, trying to I mean, explain. In space suit. Trying to yeah. explain all his appearances yeah, in, yeah, in yeah, the Marvel yeah, Universe, yeah. you know, in the cinematic universe yeah. to him. So we've seen the Watcher. Of course, you had to be versed in Marvel Uh Comics mythology to know what they were. So, did the Watcher have his own book for a while? Uh, Or did he just? I know he's, I think he evolved or he first appeared in probably a Fantastic Four thing, is what I'm thinking. Um, I'm looking it up. But anyway, I'm not sure if he did or not. But what did you think, Jay, as far as the. Well, I kind of came into it with my expectations where I I didn't have any concept of the background, but I did, you know, seen the movies since and, and i never heard of the watcher but okay um it was a little i felt like they did a good as far as the like the animation the graphics yeah um i liked it but the watcher almost had more of a funny comic look almost like the the guy in the bugs bunny helmet uh, fudd no 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 the green guy the oh oh okay marvin yeah. the martian marvin the martian yeah. could just the big head and the small body kind of thing yeah. so I, that didn't exactly fit the rest of it but it's, yeah. i mean that was a small thing but i enjoyed watching it i look forward to it 
I, I, I as always didn't have the background, but um, uh, the washer first appeared in uh, April '63 in Fantastic Four number thirteen, and okay. it doesn't appear that the Watcher or the Watchers yeah. have had a comic book, but they have their own comic book. But they popped in quite yeah, a bit, kind of like the Silver. Although the Silver Surfer got his comic book later, but he starts out as a Fantastic Four character. Yeah, yeah. So I guess my question is, how does the Watcher, and then how does the multiverse of the Watcher play into the Loki? miniseries with Kang the Conqueror. You know, you had the prime timeline, right? So does what if happen, what if obviously happens after the Loki miniseries? Did the what if series, could it had existed prior to the Loki series? Because the Loki series established the sanctity of the prime timeline and then they destroyed He Who Remains and reset everything you get king the conqueror there you have the multiverse so right. so is the loki miniseries jay's heads just exploded was huh. that the linchpin for for all of this would what if had existed prior to the loki miniseries yeah i think or am i reading way too much there, into is it? there too much i mean is there that much connection there's always a connection well that's sure but it's comic uh, books is there i think i think you they would have made a a way to to work one if it came if the watcher if the what if series came before loki but i think that the the loki series kind of gradually brought into us this idea of a multiverse whereas when the watcher picks up that's crucial to understand that because they're not saying they with with the idea of the multiverse they can they can make uh, real stakes and these things are actually happening this isn't just some kind of dream world you know before they ever did the elseworld series you know uh, Superman comics were especially bad about having dream uh, comic book episodes where Lois and Clark get, you know, and this is all just oh, a dream yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So there were no real stakes. Whereas even though these may not be the characters you knew, uh, they're the characters we know in a different multiverse. So they could, you know, die. They could, you know, bad things could happen to them. We saw that happen. You know, there were a couple of episodes that got kind of dark. Uh, so I think that helped introduce the idea of the multiverse for those that don't know about it in Loki and then play it out here. But the thing I like is that even though this is an animated series, it seems to have the same weight as the other series. Sure. Don't you, do you feel like, or do you feel like you it's mean, throwaway? In the sense that is it going to be like, did you need to watch this to understand the next movie that's coming out? That kind of thing. Necessarily that, but just that it, it, it actually, the, the events in it matter and are important that you don't necessarily have to see them to see the Doctor Strange movie when it comes out. Yeah. But uh so I wonder if the Eternals will will reference anything from yeah, the what if series. So uh well let's let's kind of dolly in a little bit closer. What was your favorite episode or character from the What If series? Oh gosh. Feel free to go first, Art. <laughs> I, Why don't you go first? Man? I really like T'Challa as the star guardian. Yeah. Uh Chadwick Boseman's last um uh, credited role yeah. I thought was fabulous and I would have loved to have seen a um, T'Challa Star Guardian T'Challa Star Guardian uh, series there was talk uh-huh. of that at some point yeah uh, prior to his passing um, I love that characterization and the impact that that character had on the MC their version of the MCU where you get Thanos is this cool cat mm-hmm. you know um and you, all the all the guardians are completely different. So I really like that. Um, I really really like the way they treated Ultron. Finally, I felt like Ultron was the big baddie that that 
he was in the Marvel comics. And for what I understand, that was very intentional. Yeah. The writers said he got, you know, just the short end of the stick with the uh, age of Ultron, the movie. And he said, this is, this is he, the writers were saying, if you know comics, you know, he is just really, really a bad guy. Yeah. You know, he's one of the top guys. Yeah. And so they wanted to kind of correct that a little bit with, uh, with what they did with that. I thought that was really good. I, I you know, I think I like, the Chichala character a lot. I thought the party Thor character was fun. I thought that was that was real good. Um, I I kind of liked uh, uh, the Captain Marvel from this one. You know, I mean, it was kind of fun to see to see her come back. Yeah. And, uh, and granted, sometimes the real actors were coming back. Sometimes they weren't coming back. But to me, my favorite was Doctor Strange. Yeah. I just thought that episode seemed like a Lovecraft kind of thing. Story it really was. Yeah. So, um, and he ended up looking like a Lovecraft, that's what, yeah, that's, Lovecraft that, monster. Yeah, same thing. But I thought that story was as dark as it was, you know. And, of course, you had Benedict Cumberbatch come back for it. Um, I thought it was really good. I thought it was really good. And I think that's going to, I would hope that is in some way going to be have a connection to the the Doctor Strange movie. Boy, wouldn't it be awesome if if the real life the live action Doctor Strange would come in contact with that version that's of That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I think that's what That would be That phenomenal. would be very even if he sees him just almost as a cameo kind of appearance as a nod to those of us that have watched What If. Or or he throws on Disney Plus is like, "Hmm, this guy looks familiar." <laughs> that's right. So. Yeah. But um, I thought that I just thought that was the 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 guy was the character I liked the most of the whole thing. What about you, Jane? I'm just looking through maybe Captain Carter. I think, I mean, that was the yeah. first one to come out, and so it was impressive. It's no recency bias there. So, yeah, I think probably her. I, I was less enthusiastic about the Thor. I was, um, I just thought he was a little goofy. As, but as I kind of liked, Thor. I thought that yeah. was kind of fun. And, and I really liked him more in the team up episode than in his own episode. Yeah. I mean, when he jumps out, goes through the dimensional portal backwards like the point break guy mm-hmm. leaving the airplane I, mean, yeah. I thought it was really cool yeah. so party thor was pretty good yeah so. and it was kind of i thought they they they're they're very good about this they do a good mix of you know straight ahead action captain mm-hmm. carter kind of thing right uh you know and uh depressing dark things like dr strange and just really Humor. funny kind yeah. of stuff oh, yeah. so they mix that up really well i was kind of fascinated by the scarlet witch zombie yeah, and, yeah. Boy, you talk about, and it, again, that sets up in the Marvel comic universe, the Scarlet Witch is one of the most powerful creatures. Right. One of the most ca- powerful characters in the in the entirety of the comics. We have not seen that yet. We've seen maybe a couple of glimpses of that mm-hmm. with WandaVision. But right there, when you saw... Um, when you saw them bring the Scarlet Witch zombie in and saying, you know, Ultron's going to be tied up for a little bit. Yeah. That was pretty, uh, yeah, that pretty was awesome. So, yeah, we have a moth in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's drawn to art for some reason. The light. Yeah, so the what light. did y'all think about, you mentioned Benedict Cumberbatch coming back, and a lot of them did come back, but there was a few that did Scarlett Johansson didn't. Right. Uh, Scarlett so, Johansson Romano- did Natasha Romanoff was a new voice. Uh, Tony Stark was a new voice. Yeah. Uh, I thought Captain America was pretty re- good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that? I thought they did really well. Oh, as a corollary, you saw where Marvel and Scarlett Johansson have settled. Yeah, right. And they've kissed and made up and yeah. everything's back So maybe back she'll up. come back? Because I'll... Who you knows? Because as I, I understand... Like if she came back. Yeah, you like when the dead people come back. You like when the dead people come back, especially when they're widows. Um, oh, and another corollary... <laughs> a black widow. 
As another Lester corollary, to this one. <laughs> did you guys see that? Uh, did you see uh, Adam Warlock has been cast? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And Adam Warlock played a big role in the ultra in the uh, Infinity War saga on the comic side, but had no part in obviously the MCU Infinity War saga. Uh, Adam Warlock was teased at the end of Guardians Two, the Air Force. That was the mid credit sequence, I believe. Right. Um, so their Guardians of the Galaxy is going to feature Adam Warlock three. So I mean, Adam Warlock three. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy three is going to fe- feature Adam Warlock one is what it's going to be. Yeah. So, but anyway, that I saw that that was kind of kind of interesting. Um, and so James, when do they start shooting that? Because that's uh, not released for a few more years, right? Uh, I I think they're about ready. They're about ready to to shoot to start I, production. Yeah, yeah that's probably the last casting. Right? Because uh, I, I saw a tweet from James Gunn yesterday that said he was listening to some cues from uh, the uh, composer of the Suicide Squad. So he's changing composers. Huh. He had the, the same composer in Guardians 1 and 2. He's bringing the Suicide Squad composer with him from, from the Warner Brothers side to Marvel. Okay. And I think they've got everything blocked out. They'll start shooting soon. So, um, But, well, they may start shooting or they may not start shooting because... All the uh, film, cinema, TV workers are scheduled to go on strike Monday. Oh, the wow. That's happening? Yeah. yeah. So the strike's been authorized. We'll see what happens. So. Yeah. Be Maybe over with by the time you're listening to this, mm-hmm. True Believers. So, Do you but. think there'll be another What If series or this kind of... I think, did they say there was going to be another one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's going to be a second you, season. I mean, if you look it up, it's it's only got the nine episodes in the first season, but it's already got a season two kind of set up in IMDb. Because they talked about the Gamora episode that did not make this season that they said will will happen because she's a member of the team up and you really don't see you don't really see her everybody else had a an episode that they were featured in yeah and i think there's going to be more of the agent carter um oh, okay good so they may return line. to some of those yeah films. i think okay, they're going to return back to that yeah. because you've got she found steve rogers yeah so that's going to be pretty i could see i mean you know I don't know that it will happen, but you know, I could see them bringing a live action versions of some of these folks. If nothing else, again, like we talked about do it in Dr. Strange. So you, you maybe as he's kind of glimpsing through, you see some of these, these characters that would be cool to see. It live would, action. Also, what about that last in the, in the final episode, that group that is assembled that he, that he gets together. Is that something out of the comics too, that, I saw that that has a name. I don't know if the members are the same. I don't know if the members are the same. They're the Cosmic Avengers Some, or, yeah, the or Avengers Guardians of the Cosmos or something. I like. thought Avengers was in the title, but maybe not. But they, they, there is a group. Yeah. But again, I don't. Th- I don't think it's those members. A select group of, indif- is of that special a movies That's right. coming out of that uh, group. Though, uh, who knows, man? Could be kind of fun. Well, you I mean, that's how Scarlett you, Johansson back, and you could get Chris Evans back. Yeah, sure could. I don't think we'll ever see Tony Stark, uh, you know, Robert Downey Jr. back in the Marvel Universe. I think he's... I think Chris Hemsworth would come back for... I mean, I think he would... In a heartbeat. Play Thor every time you ask him to. Yeah. yeah, Which is great. Middle-aged Thor would be great. You know, we'll we'll have Thor movies for the next 30 years. Thor. Yeah, party Thor. 30 years. Yeah. Uh, Uh, So... (laughs) Oh... Wow. All right. So I think we're going to end it on that bad one from Jay. Any other thoughts on what if... No, like I said, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Uh, we didn't talk much about the the style of it, but I really like the look of it. It looks as a computer yeah. uh, created uh, animation style, and but it worked really well. It did. And I thought it, like I said, it helped give it the weight it needed to stand there with the live action series. 
I agree. already come before. What do you think, Jay? Lovely. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, Watch our, it. I recommend it. Uh, well, Watch it with a friend? old-fashioned stick of bacon. Well, on that note, we're going to wrap this episode. Go enjoy you a cool one, and we'll see you next time.